everybody. That's Lisa. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Unfuck Your Life. And guess what? This is episode 50 for us. So we're really psyched. And before we get started, can I ask you a favor? Would you mind going over and would you please hit that subscribe button for me? I would greatly appreciate it. So for all of you guys who've already subscribed and all of my new brand new subscribers, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. It makes a difference. And let's get started because I want to know, is your life more of a hell yeah or a fuck no? And you know what I mean by that? It's yes. Are you like, do you have this energy in the morning to get up? Is there, if not excitement, if not jumping out of bed, even if you're sleepy and tired, are you still able to get moving? Because it's yes, there's part of my routine that I'm still doing while I'm sleepy. I have a lot of things to look forward to in the day, even though I work for somebody or I'm in this marriage or is your life more of a hell yeah or a fuck no? Because I want to tell you something that you've already heard a gazillion times from a million different people that what you believe to be true about you, about what you look like, what you sound like, how smart you are, how fabulous you are, how screwed up your life is, how screwed up you are, whatever it is, whatever that stuff is, did you know that all it is is conditioning, conditioning, conditioning. Conditioning, conditioning, conditioning. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is that everything, everything, everything up to this point for the first eight years of your life and for much longer than that, that you were told, um, you were told when to eat, you were fed when you were fed, what you were fed, whether or not you got hooked on sugar, whether or not you became an alcoholic, whether or not you became a drug addict, whether or not you became a sex maniac, whether or not you became an intellectual, whether or not you were a nerd or anything like that. Some of that is personal personality, most of it is conditioning, 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 conditioning. So let me tell you a story that I heard many, many years ago. I was blessed to sit in a seminar with Dr. Wayne Dyer, and he was telling a story about how if two people were sitting in an outdoor cafe and maybe you were somewhere in Paris or Marseille and uh, it was just lovely and there were birds and there were people all around. Just a fabulous day, the right amount of sunshine, the right amount of breeze, that if two people sitting there were having the same story, conversation with each other out loud in this beautiful cafe that goes on inside most of our heads most of the time that the conversation the others were hearing would become so toxic. It would become so heavy. It would become so disgusting that people would actually have to leave. They wouldn't be able to stay there around that heaviness, that toxicity. Do you know what I mean by that? Have you ever heard some people having a conversation that you just you just had to get away from them? Or maybe even there was just somebody talking 
talking or maybe there was just the vibe of a person and it's just it, it sets off all of your alarms and wow just as I think about this I really feel this revulsion running through my body because I have been aware of that more than one occasion and yet that's the conversation that goes on unchecked inside of our gorgeous fabulous brains most of the fucking time and we're used to it we're conditioned to it. It's conditioning because you didn't come in here to not be fabulous. You didn't come in here not to say hell yes. Yeah, there's some fuck no. However, you came in for all of these experiences. And even if you believe that you had to atone for something or make up for something or anything like that, that still it's something that you move through in your life. Experiences are meant to be ha- to have, to share, and to move on to the next experience, not for us to spiral down here. That's what creates those freaking comfort zones. And they're marvelous comfort zones and they're fucking comfort zones all at the same time. Let me let you know what I mean by that. So a comfort zone is something that feels really good in our life. We get the right amount of sleep and we're feeling really good. We're having fabulous friends. We eat good food. We have great kids. And what I mean by this, it doesn't mean that life is perfect by any means because that'd be pretty freaking boring after a while as opposed to minus six, seven, and eight days is what that means. There's more eight, nine, ten moments than minus 52 moments. That, yes, you look at other people and you think, wow, they have a great life. And then you're thankful for yourself as well. Not in a comparing way or anything like that. And yet these comfort zones are also where we get to stretch. Where we get to stretch. Like when they broke the four-minute mile. If you're going to score two points higher on a test than you ever did before. If you want a better score on the SAT. If you're passing the bar. If you're passing your PMP. Any of that. Some points matter. And we need to bust through those comfort zones, push past those barriers into the new normal, the new hell yeah, the new hell yeah of your life. Because even no matter how good your life is, you were never quite meant to just stay in that one place. There's always experiences. There's always something new to learn, something somewhere else to grow, a new country, a new language, a new food, a new friend, a new, and maybe you're good into cooking or sewing or whatever it is, language. And we can only do that by moving past those comfort zones. Now, sometimes those comfort zones, it feels like the Berliner Wall around you. And for those of you listeners, and I know that there's quite a few now, the Berlin Wall really wasn't part of your lifetime. So just imagine a solid wall that's with an electrified fence with guard dogs and snipers and anything else and everything else and alarm bells and everything else that you can imagine, thou shalt not cross or you will be killed or maimed or something horrible will happen to you. And that's what it can feel like sometimes with these comfort zones as we are learning to get better in business, as we're getting better grades, as we're changing what we believe our identity is because that identity that most of us have or had 
is not necessarily true and authentic for you. It's what others, the programming, the conditioning taught you who you were, who you could be, who you are. And it's not so. You and only you are the one for that. So there's our thoughts and there's our emotions and there's our feelings. Many, 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 many years ago, because I was still in high school, so clearly it was in the dark ages. And uh, yeah, you can laugh there. I remember overhearing this conversation that my mom was having with somebody else. And she was going on and on about one of her sisters. And she goes, can you believe that she just always tells those kids how wonderful are they are, how fabulous they are, how loved they are. They're just going to grow up and the world's going to be a huge disappointment to them. And I remember in my mind, my teenage mind back then, I was thinking, I don't have to worry about that because that certainly isn't what you tell me. <laughs> and I laugh for a couple of reasons here. I laugh because it's pretty fucking stupid. And I laugh because she was just a product of her conditioning too. You know, that, that that's it. She wasn't right. She was, it, it, it's just it. That's all there is. Now, just because I heard her say that to somebody else doesn't mean that's all there is. And yet the conditioning that we get tells us that's this low grade suck. If you were like, if you were driving a Ferrari and you could never get out of first gear, could you imagine driving a powerful, amazing, awesome car like that and only being able to go in first gear? There wouldn't even be any freaking fun in a minivan to be able to only go really, 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 really slow, that the engine just couldn't go any faster than that. No matter how hard you pushed, it didn't work. Now, remember that wonderful word, conditioning. Conditioning is something that you can do now, regardless of what your circumstances are, regardless of how fabulous your life is, how sucky your life is to have more hell yes and less fuck no's. I've worked with professional athletes. I've worked with Olympian athletes back when I was in the Colorado Springs area. I work with a lot of professional businesswomen. I work with people with PhDs. I work with people who are just in average lives like most of us. All of us have an average life of some sort, and yet there's something that we want that's different. And it all goes on with the story in our head, the emotions that are triggered, the words that we use, that gut response that we have, and learning to move all that into alignment and the direction of our dreams. That's it. And this is nothing new. They talk about this all the time, this whole concept around affirmations, around positive thinking, about say yes, about even about say no, setting up those boundaries and saying no. It's all of that. And so how do we do that when everyone says that change can be so hard and then it can be so rough and it has to be painful and that maybe people that are in your lives might not be in your lives anymore or all kind of stuff. And, and I get that because I'm a person, I was raised in a military family. My, my practice husband was a military man 
And and even the life I have now, I live, I've lived in so many different places and so many different countries and different towns and even in the U.S. It's been three locations, I think, just in the United States in the last four years. It doesn't matter how used you're doing a certain kind of change, how not used you are to doing it. If there is something inside of you that wants more, when there's something that inside of you that says that I'm just sick and tired of not being able to control what I put into my mouth, to control the alcohol that can, that I put in my body, the drug I shoot in my arm, any of that kind of stuff, any of that, it all comes down to, regardless of what my mom said about a kid having an unrealistic life because they're believed in, they're inspired, they are encouraged to go farther than they've ever gone before, knowing that they're supported and loved regardless. And there's a lot of us that got that message to some degree, whatever degree the people who were the caretakers in our lives were able to give it to us, believe it or not, they did. We don't have to accept just the way they did it. Doesn't mean we have to hate them, make them wrong or anything like that. We get to change it. We get to change the narrative. We get to steer the conversation. We get to steer the bodacious, beautiful bodies that we have, the brilliant, gorgeous minds, the fabulous personalities, and all of that in the direction that you're going. And it's not as tough as you think. Even a single solitary affirmation, yes, I can. Yes, I choose to do so. Yes, I have decided to do this, and I'm letting go of that. It is as simple as that. It is the self-talk. You can learn. If you can learn, you can change anything. You can create anything. You can be anything. And Jesus, I wish that I had that I knew back when my kids were little what I'm what I know now. And who knows what I will know next week. Who knows what you will know next week? Who knows how you will chat with yourself next week or even today? Because yes, you can. Those of you who were around Barack Obama the first time that he ran for president, it was yes, we can. And I was, oh, I was privileged. I got to shake his hand. I got to shake his hand when he came to Wisconsin. And I sat in that audience and I was moved. And I was like, yes. Yes, we can. You feel the energy of that. So for just a moment, just, just, just right now, just wherever you are, unless you're driving, if you can just sit and just sit with that energy for a moment of, yes, I can. Yes, I can. When I smile, I know I can. When I laugh, yes, I can. When I shake my hand, yes, I can. When I sing a song, yes, I can. When I say hello to a friend, yes, I can. When I get up in the morning, yes, I can. When I take a shower, yes, I can. Can you feel the momentum building? When I fix my breakfast, yes, I can. When I drive to the office, yes, I can. When I work from home, yes, I can. When I make a lunch, yes, I can. When I say hello, yes, I can. When I answer the phone, yes, I can. When I greet the mail person, yes, I can. When we receive a bill, yes, I can. 
everything that goes on in your day. When I do this, yes, I can. When I do this, yes, I can. Everything that you're already doing in your day, yes, I can. I can push past my comfort zone. I can go for that dream. It's all about the way that we're talking to ourselves and the way we allow ourselves to receive that. That is the underlying message of every affirmation, positive thinking, any class ever. And boy, I wish that we all learned that when we were itty-bitty little babies being held and hopefully cherished, cherished by someone. Yes, you can. Yes, we can. Yes, I can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Remember, there was a, a little book that I read to my kids when they were really little about that train. I think I can. I think I can. It was about going up this this big uh, hill, mountain kind of thing. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Yes, I can. I think I can. Yes, I can. I think I can. I'm a hypnomagic chick. We make a game of absolutely fucking everything. The language that we use, because growing up with the F word, man, my mouth would have been washed out with so much freaking so if I didn't dare say it, I had to be perfect. I had to behave the way they expected me to behave. And let me tell you, I never lived up to their standards because they always let me know how awful I was. That wasn't their intention. They were just trying to make me a better person. <sighs> so what if, because yes, there is some element that is not in any kind of a good way, really up to no good. And that's a very small, very small portion Everyone else is really doing the best they freaking can. Everyone who was part of your life growing up, everyone who's part of your life now, it doesn't mean that you have to accept their best. It doesn't. It doesn't mean you have to hate them. You are deciding what is for you. What is your I think I can? What is your yes, I would really love to do that? And the talk that goes on in your, in your head for that the thoughts that you're thinking, the words that you are choosing, the people that you are surrounding yourself with. I remember a different aunt and my mom and my sister, they all wanted to go on this weight loss thing. And we're talking decades and decades and decades ago. So they all set it up and they all did that. And then do you know what happened? So what their support system was, they would send, oh, that one's hooked on peanut butter M&Ms. I'll send those to her. Not peanut butter. Excuse me. They didn't exist yet. Peanut M&Ms. Send those to her. And they were backstabbing at every turn. I remember when I first started running, my sister saying to me, that's not very good. That's not enough. Whatever you do is enough. Any step that you take in the direction of where you are choosing to go with, yes, I can. When I take a step, yes, I can. I just took one step. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Because everything counts. Everything, everything, everything counts. If you get nothing else from this podcast, everything that you do for yourself counts. It all counts. There is nowhere that you wish you would have started 20 years ago. I know that I, I spent a lot of time thinking like that because that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter 20 years ago. It doesn't matter 20 minutes ago. It doesn't even matter 20 seconds ago. It's where are you looking now forward? Where are you going now? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? 
Do you want to be smiling? Do you want to be standing with your shoulders straight? Do you want a few less? Do you want a few less inches on your body? Do you want more energy, more health, more vitality? Do you want a better job? Do you want more schooling? Do you want a really, really great relationship? A really great? Do you want to feel good about yourself? Oh, there is nothing that is too little, and there is nothing that is too big, and every step you take. Counts every thought towards it. You think counts. Everything counts. Twenty seconds ago, forget it. This ten seconds. This ten seconds. Um, what was his name? The Power of Now guy, Eckhart Tolle, wrote that book. The Power of Now became a great, big, huge bestseller. The whole globe, the whole world, was talking about it. Um, that was the first time that. Uh, Oprah had him. They broke the internet. It couldn't handle all of, it couldn't handle everything. And it's this 10 seconds. It's this 10 seconds. Everything that was said to you, done to you, everything you said or did yourself, all of that's in the past. All of that is in the past. You have no flaws. You have no character defects. There are things that you are choosing to accept and appreciate about yourself. And you have empathy and compassion and love for yourself, even if you don't know what that looks like, what that feels like. You have absolutely no freaking idea on how to accomplish that. This is where you find your community. This is where you create your community. Because trust me, trust me, trust me, I have been there. And sometimes I'm still there. I move a lot. I'm always in a need to create community. Yes, I have friends all over the world. And sometimes it's really nice just to be in the same physical space sharing a really nice, delicious cup of tea or whatever beverage of choice, food of choice that you like. And this is what it's all about is these moments, these steps. Don't listen to anybody that tells you to do it differently because I spent so many years. Oh, my God. I spent so many years. Lisa, you should be doing this. Lisa, you should not be doing that. You should be doing this. I was watching what was it on? Was it on HBO or Amazon Prime or Hulu? I can't remember which one it was on. And it was Being the Ricardos. And there was a little bit in there. And then it, so it, it spurred me on to find a couple of other uh, movie type things that had been made about Lucille Ball. And I was just like, wow, for her entire life, people said so many things about what she couldn't do, who she wasn't. And they all hurt her in some way. And yet she kept moving forward. She kept doing something different. So what that nobody else looks like you? There's not a lot of people that look like me, and there's a lot of people that look like me. There's not a lot of people that act like me. A good friend of mine said, Lisa, aren't most of your podcasts over the top? Well, you know, when I'm filled with passion, I have red hair, I have freckles, and my fingernails are painted 10 different colors because that's the spice, that's the sparkle that I love that feeds me. It's the fuel that feeds me. Some of you will like off-white or cream or something a little more low-key or you love a beautiful, gorgeous shade of aquamarine or whatever color it is, whatever your energy level is. It is so sexy and so sassy and so beautiful. 
because it's you. And it's the you that you get to be. Did any of you guys ever see the movie um, Runaway Bride? And Richard Gere's character was asking Julia Roberts' character. Actually, he was asking all of the men that she had been engaged to and that she left at the altar, how does she like her eggs? And each man answered the question that she liked her eggs the same way they liked their eggs. So Richard Gere came to her in a scene in the movie and said, how do you like your eggs? It seems that you like your eggs with whatever the way is that the man in your life is. How do you like them? So it cuts to a scene later on where she's got all of these plates of all these different kinds of eggs, and she's trying each and every single one of them as she determines which one she likes. It's the same for everything in your life, that how many of the things that you think you like, even though you don't really like, but you think you like, maybe is because someone told you you did. Someone told you that you were really good at singing, that you really sucked at public speaking, that you were really good at math, that you didn't know how to write very well, you couldn't spell very well, or whatever it is. None of that is true. Only you get to decide what is true for you. Some of it might be, some of it not be. And I spent a lot of years ranting and raving, and I've spent a lot of years praising and, and loving. And I have been the queen of positive thinking, and I have also been beat down by the thoughts when I just couldn't, by, when I just couldn't do anything about it. And that shocks a lot of people. But tell me, everyone I know that has accomplished something major in their life, and even those who haven't, struggle at times. I know I did. And so for those of you who are interested, quick little pitch. I'm doing a class at the end of the month on the 26th and the 27th that helps you work with your self-talk. I've got scripts, my background is hypnosis, and a lot of other things. And a lot of other things. So creating community, that's what this podcast is all about, inspiring you to, to challenge what you think is true about yourself Especially those, what you think is true about yourself that you don't like. Challenging what you think about yourself that you don't like and bringing into more of your life what you do. I've worked, I have coached people with three PhDs because they were still trying to prove to their dad how smart they are. And just smile for the beautiful souls because you are smart. You are talented. You are beautiful. You are gorgeous. You're brilliant beyond compare. And let's get your self-talk to mirror that so that if there were two women having a conversation in a gorgeous cafe in Paris or Marseille and the words that they were using, the conversation that they were having is the conversation that goes on in your head, and it was so generative, so inspiring, so challenging, inspiring and uplifting each of us to go a little bit further than we did just 10 seconds ago. How amazingly awesome would that be? <sighs> you know what? That's still the world that I choose to live in every single day. One of my favorite lines from the movie Contact, Jodie Foster's character said, I believe the world is what we make of it.
Your world is what you make of it, not what anybody ever told you to make of it, not even me. And don't just accept everything that I say. Don't just accept it all. See if it feels right for you. See if it's like, yeah, okay, I'll take that. I like that. I don't like that. I like this. I don't like that. For you, try it. See what eggs are your favorite. What color is your favorite? Exactly what drink that you like to drink. And if you so choose, come and join me. Come and hang out and come and have some fun on how to steer that conversation, change that conversation with boisterous, bodacious, beautiful you. Because it's all about the self-talk, baby. I hope to see you there. So once again, this is Lisa. Could you take a moment, if you didn't already, and hit the subscribe button? Happy 50th episode. Thank you for hanging with me. I will see you soon. Bye-bye. You have fun. You feel empowered. You feel that confidence. Unfuck Your Life podcast is to help you grow your current self-worth to maximum confidence. So listen, subscribe, share, and get ready to have a kick-ass life. Interested in learning more about Lisa? Go to lisagrunden.com. L-I-S-A-G-R-U-N-D-E-N.com.